Well, a good day to you, and welcome to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie, and you, and our show team, and the affiliates. Welcome to all of you. We are happy to be back live today. We had a couple holiday shows that were taped that ran Monday through Wednesday, but we are back live today. And Debbie, a perfect way to rejoin the Take Two family live in praying. In prayer. Yep, absolutely. During the month of the precious blood of Jesus, Jerry, absolutely amazing. It is the feast day of St. Maria Goretti, um, a great model saint for forgiveness. And uh, let's 11 years old to be, to be stabbed to death because she would not... Uh, give in to um, um, a rape attempt um, and and look at that and she forgave and she actually came to um, you know she she in a vision to um, Alessandro in prison she forgave him and he repented and turned around his life until the end of his life um, so talk about an amazing you know, prayer. I'm sure he was praying every day in his prison cell. Please, Maria, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. And she did. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, Jerry, prayer is very powerful. We believe in the power of prayer. Oh, before we get started, let me just say this. Jerry and I want to just say thank you so much to the Take Two family. You guys are so amazing. Um, We did have those wonderful tape shows like Matt Marr and the others that Ace McKay put together, which was wonderful. And you and you loved them. But you kept saying you miss us. You miss us. Come back. So thank Thank you so much. Um, we we missed you too. We're back. It's live. It's our prayer show. It's a fr- um, beginning of July, so we dedicated to prayer. We storm heaven together. You don't have to be Catholic to call in. That means you. If you have something you want to pray for or about, please call this number right now. Don't wait any longer. 833-288-3986. I love St. Maria Goretti. Can you tell? Mm, I love the absolutely. I love the feast day. I love her, her story, Alessandro's conversion, everything. Well, as you know, we have we have saint examples for anyone of any age, of any uh, of any nationality, of any uh, uh, you know lifestyle. You know, what do you want to talk about their cultural standing and so forth? Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is one for really for for all of us. Every saint is for all of us, but especially for the young people. And I know, I know a lot of people who a pattern their lives or try to do so on St. Maria Goretti. So, mm-hmm. and so we are praying today, as Debbie alluded to there, 833-288-EWTN, 833-288-3986. And I'll say this a little tongue in cheek. You said you missed us while we were gone. Prove it. <laughs> 833. Uh, you shouldn't need any additional incentive. You've got prayer right. intentions. We all That's do. Right. We know you That's have right. prayer intentions, take two family. And, you know, you could get your family praying for them. That'd be great. Maybe your Facebook Mm -hmm. friends. Wonderful. All of your social media accounts. But how about the Take-Two family around the world joining you and praying what is important to you at this time? You can do that when you call in 833-288-3986. And uh, we were both gone um, for this this holiday week, and it's also a birthday week. It's Jer- it was Jerry's birthday. It was my husband Marty's birthday, and we need to clear something up. Jerry lives in California. I live in Arizona, and a lot of you sent in messages. We said we miss that. You said you we miss the two of you. You're such a great couple. Well, okay, we are a great couple in ministry. Um, Jerry and I are not married to each other. I'm married to Marty uh, Giorgiani, and uh, but Jerry and I work together in ministry for. 
over 13 years. And so we've become um, very uh, used to each other. We can finish each other's sentences. And that's what ministry does. It brings people closer. So so, uh, so well, I want to just make sure for our new listeners that they know that we are not um, married. Um, although sometimes we feel like it at sometimes because we're... <laughs> <laughs> because we are, um, we sh- we actually joke about it. With Jerry and I, sh- um, we don't share emails in um, before the show, but we constantly are wearing the same color clothing constantly, and it's and we've been doing this for years. It's hilarious, and we and it, it isn't it funny, Jerry. We've even done it um, when we tried not to do it, <laughs> <laughs> right. right? Yeah, it's so yeah, bizarre it's- how ministry does that. Yeah, well, I think we think alike in a lot of ways. And just a quick shout out to Marty for a happy birthday a couple of days ago. Marty's was mm-hmm. on the third. Mm-hmm. So I hope you and Marty had a great, wonderful, fantastic time. You you we got a, an amazing man for a husband, Debbie. I can tell you that. So He is he is incredible. As a matter of fact, he actually attended St. Maria Goretti Parish in, the, in uh, the city over where we live here in Arizona and uh, loves, follows her, loves her so very much. And with her being the feast day today, I just wanted to say this, another significant uh, for our, it's the significance for our family. My dad passed on this day, uh, 13 years ago, and it's also my brother's birthday. My oldest brother, so he, my dad passed on um, my brother's birthday. My brother is a junior. He was named after my dad. So can you imagine that? That was pretty powerful. I know that impacted my brother greatly. Uh, not such so much in a good, in a good way. It didn't feel that good, you know, that he passed on his birthday, but. Um, yeah, so so July 6th is a big day. Uh, St. Maria Goretti, forgiveness, great saint. Um, all the saints are great models for us. But you know, Jerry, what that does do for us is it reinforces the fact that they care. You know, we are the church militant, but the church triumphant care about us. They want us to get to heaven. So when we, when we put forth our prayers and we persevere in prayer, it has merit, whether on this side of the veil or on the other side. What do you say to that? Well, one of my favorite scripture verses, it's in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. I know that you're familiar with it. I'll paraphrase it here. It says, therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us run the race to win. To win. And I know that's mm-hmm. maybe not word for word, but the, to me, that's always meant that great cloud of witnesses we're surrounded by. They're the saints. Mm-hmm. They have made mm-hmm. it. They have made it into glory. And now it's like this big, giant football stadium. And we're down on the field running, mm-hmm. and they are just making noise, deafening mm-hmm. noise in favor of our succeeding much the same way that they did. So Ab- Absolutely. Yeah. So the number to die. If you want to storm heaven together, we believe in the power of prayer. If you have some praise reports, please share them with us today. We need to hear that to build confidence in prayer. 833-288-3986. And maybe you just think it's too late for me. It's not going to work. God's not listening. That's not true. Go back to St. Maria Goretti's story and Alessandro and how he prayed in prison for many years and he was forgiven and he turned around his life. He turned it around and he, and he finished off his, he finished the race in, in grand style. He actually finished in a holy uh, place. So it's never too late with God. So please, let's never lose confidence. Never, ever give up like John Paul II said. Wasn't one of the Roman soldiers at the foot of the cross who was helping to crucify Jesus. He actually had his eyes open spiritually and said, truly, this was the Son of God. Mm-hmm. So God's grace can work in any situation. So we want to help unleash that grace in your life and in your prayer situation at 833-288-3986.
Well, we love to pray. We hope that you do too. And when do we turn to prayer? When we have needs, when we have uh, things to thank God for, when we have uh, people we want to pray, maybe get well over an illness or something. Any sort of prayer we, we want to offer on the air today with you. It's whom, whom or what are you praying for today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. The number at to get that last phone line is 833-288-3986. And we'll start with Artemis in Florida right after I tell you about a new book from the EWTN Religious Catalog. It's by our friend Anthony Stefano. It's How the Angels Got Their Wings. Mm-hmm. It's a short but comprehensive introduction to the story of the angels, pure spiritual beings of extraordinary power made by God to assist him in carrying out his will. Anthony Stefano introduces children to the famous archangels, Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael, as well as to Satan, the ringleader of the demons. It also helps to introduce children to those special angels who are here with us right now, helping to protect and guide us. They're the guardian angels. Available at EWTNRC.com. It's How the Angels Got Their Wings. Free standard shipping for online orders, $75 or more in the continental United States. Just use the code FREE when you check out. You know how I love any and all Catholic books on angels, Jerry. So this is a good one. Okay, um, Artemis in Florida, Sirius XM 130. Hope I got your name pronounced correctly, and welcome to Take Two. Yes, I was just having to listen to the radio because um, you know I go to church. I don't pray like I'm supposed to, and I've been going through some challenges lately. And um, you know, I'm always giving to the church. You know, my tithes and offerings. But for some reason, I'm always feeling like I'm depressed. You know, I have some health issues that I'm concerned about, and um. I'm always finding myself lying to folks. I don't know why. It's like I'm just giving up, don't even care no more. And it's like the whole world is just caving in on me. And, um, mm-hmm. and I, I believe in God. Um, I believe in him, but I'm losing, it seems like I'm losing my faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it because I've been depressed lately, going through a depressed. Sure, sure. Okay, so let me just let me just jump in real quickly. We've got you uh, logged into the book, so we're going to pray that the depression is lifted, okay, and that you do start to feel that um, zeal again, that excitement about your faith and confidence, you know, in God, and things start turning around, like the health situations. Um, but let me just share something that that I think is is powerful at this point. First is the living Word of God. Um, you want to dive into scripture, even if it's in small doses, okay? Because it, it is the living word of God. So what does that mean? It has healing powers. It has healing properties um, because it's alive um, and he's alive in the word, okay? So that's that's the important thing. So so pull out your Bible and please just even even little excerpts in the in in the Bible can be can be quite healing. The other thing too is with the depression, you're not alone. So many people ever since the uh, pandemic are suffering from a low grade depression or even worse than that. And, you know, there's help out there. There's, there's coaching, there's counseling, there's doctors that can really help with all of that. So please get a team around you to, to help you and to support you in that. And then the third thing I would just say is, you know, look at your own life and see if there's anything you can do to get outside of, of the storm, get outside of the problems. And a lot of people have said, and it does work that when you volunteer, when you give of your time, 
even in again in little doses a little goes a long way with god when you when you uh, give a little bit of volunteer work or ministry work it starts to put everything in, into perspective and you start to feel at peace and things start to happen good in your life most of the time. So I just wanted to share those couple things just to get you going to maybe, maybe you can start working on them today. What do you think? Yes, I, I would do that. Great. I, I don't need to pick it up no more. What was that? I'm sorry, you know, I have my Bible. I'm a truck driver. Oh, okay. And I have okay. Bible in the truck. And for some reason, I just don't pick it up no more. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we're sorry about that. Um, I we'll love Debbie's advice, though, yeah. Artemis. Yeah. yeah. And the only other thing that, and Debbie alluded to this, I was going to say something very similar, and that is, is there one person, just one person you can sit down and bear your heart to? I mean, everything that's going on, someone who's a good listener, someone who's empathetic, and who knows, they may know some tools or resources that will be able to help you get out of uh, this little bit of a, a, fall, a spiraling of your faith and things like that. So mm-hmm. we're in, you're, you're in our prayers, Artemis. Thank you very much, Drive safely out there on the road and what a you know beautiful call to start our, sh- our prayer show today but has the bible in the car okay pick up the bible pick up the bible in fact that's good for all of us we should it's a great reminder for all of us pick up the bible at the truck stop <laughs> at the yeah at when when you're stopped yeah don't don't read while you drive that's true okay we do have an open phone line for you if you'd like to jump in on this um prayer show for the beginning of july the precious blood of jesus dedicated to the precious blood of jesus last month was the sacred heart of jesus um so it's all focused around jesus so let's uh, storm heaven 833-288-3986 Okay, let's go to Huntington Beach, California. Wanda is holding there, listening to us on Sirius XM 130. Hi, Wanda. Hi. Well, first of all, I want to thank you for your beautiful ministry that helps, oh. I'm sure, a lot of people all over the world where you're heard. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, I, I do really believe in the power of prayer. Since um, I, I have experienced miracles in my life through prayer, so I, I'm a firm believer of the prayer. The praying is, you know, so powerful. And, well, uh, I would like just to request prayers for my nephew and all the people, you know, fleeing their countries because of the violence and, you know, life-threatening experiences, which was my nephew's case. And right now, as we speak, he's in court, you know, before a judge trying to solve his situation, and, and it's, it's very hopeful, And but, you know, uh, prayers are always the, the best way of, uh, you know, praying to God, and, and, and so, uh, yeah, he's right now trying to, you know, to get uh, his uh, immigration situation fixed here. He has, uh, he has, uh, he's very hopeful, and, you know, just trying to make a, uh, Decent, hardworking life here, and to provide his family with a, you know, with a better life. So I, I just wanted to call and, and, and request prayers for him, and to, you know, to guide the judges uh, or the judge hard that can see through him and his good heart, and and just you know, help him. Yeah. 
I don't know if you have a chance before uh, whatever is going to happen today in court, Wanda, but if this is going to go on for a while, be sure you talk to your um, your nephew about going, uh, about having his guardian angel go before him. We all have a special angel that God gives us to us in our lives. They're unique to us. Their job is over when we die. And your guardian angel can go to, say, the judge's guardian angel or anybody else's guardian angel and help to work the situation in his favor as long as it's according to God's will. And there's also a scripture verse that came to my mind. We, sh- we must never, ever forget this because we, around the world, we have uh, leaders, kings, people in authority who are not doing godly things right now. And St. Paul in 1 Timothy 2 says, I urge then, first of all, the petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. So... If we're not praying, Debbie, for our for our you know civic leaders and politicians and so mm-hmm. forth, then that's our fault. We, should we need to do mm-hmm. that. Absolutely, absolutely. I agree um, wholeheartedly with Jerry, Wanda. Uh, you know, with the guardian angels going before you, making sure it's God's will. Um, really, do you know? We have to do the necessary things to get in an alignment with God's will. But sometimes those adjustments can be made. Um, you know, by the person themselves or by people around them, you know, with help through prayer and fasting. So there's all sorts of ways that God appreciates and wants the cooperation. And it sounds like you're committed to prayer. So let's keep going. Okay, Wanda? Thank you. Thank you very much. And, and, and I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, you, you, what you help start so many people when we listen to you. It's just, there are days that uh, we just change our lives that day and, and and, you know, like just hearing you and, seeing, you know, how good people you are, how good, you know, believers and all the advice that you give. So thank you so much to both of you. Oh, God bless you. Thank you for listening and supporting and praying for the Take Two family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Uh, there is a line open there. And I know there is someone with a prayer intention listening. So let's get the two of you together, you and that open phone line at 833 833- 288-3986. You can call in your prayer intentions, post them on social media, the YouTube and Facebook channels. Hello to you there. Mm-hmm. Email take2 at EWTN.com and post them on the show website, which is take2show.com. And at the end of the broadcast, every prayer show, we kind of gather all of them up, those we got on the air and those that we didn't. God knows the ones in your hearts. And we mm-hmm. will say a closing prayer for each and every one of them. So Absolutely. And Mary Beth sent in a um, prayer request for Chelsea. Um, she is having her third heart valve replacement third that is a difficult surgery um there's all sorts of um factors with this so please uh folks pray for chelsea um for her uh, that this go it's successful and they can um start getting on with their lives that's very important um so we're we're praying for that mary beth um also too you can send in emails to us at take two at EWTN.com. But Jeff Burson is monitoring social media, YouTube and Facebook, like Jerry said, and Matt Kabinsky's answering phones. And he's waiting for your your call right now. So if you feel uh, prompted by the spirit, if there's something you want to pray for, if you want a gigantic global prayer uh, warriors around you as a support team, now is the time to call in 833-288-3986. Okay, over to Holly in Toledo, Ohio, listening on Annunciation Radio. Hi, Holly. 
Hi. Um, I just would like everyone to pray for my husband, who really struggles with forgiveness. So it's pretty fitting that it's St. Marie Goretti's feast day. Mm-hmm. Um, but just for my husband and his struggle with forgiveness, he tends to like get inflamed and hold resentment against being mistreated or perceived mm-hmm. mistreatment. And so I'm just kind of challenging him recently to try to okay. get him to let go of some of that and not take things personally and just kind of, right. you know, pray for the other person instead of holding on to that anger. Right, right. Okay, Holly, is he a believer? He is. Okay, so share this with him, will you? Um, that when, when his time is up on, on this earth and God calls him home, if he has any unforgiveness in his heart, he's taking that with him. And it's only going to um, have him delay where he can really enjoy the benefits of, of being in the beatific vision. Unforgiveness is the, the one thing that really holds us back. And uh, apparently, according to a lot of people, especially people who work in exorcism ministry, unforgiveness is the big thing. So let him know that, um, unfortunately, he may think it's okay to react here, which a lot of people do. We all do. Okay. You're, he's, he's, he's not alone. Um, it's only, it's only going to uh, uh, work against us on the other side. So tell, ask him this, say, do you, want the, do you want that reaction now or would you rather reap the benefits and the glory later? Like, what do you want? Because what you're doing now is only going to, to stop your, your, um, you know, your, your eternal life in the sense of being in that, in that glorious vision of God. What, what do you think to that, about that? That sounds good. I hope sometimes part of his struggle is that he believes his anger is justified and he says that, you know, there's righteous anger that exists and mm-hmm. starts like trying to work through some of that and get them to see like, this is not that. <laughs> sure. And that's a pride issue. And that's another problem that goes over to the other side when we leave here. So same thing, you could do pride, you could do anger, you could do all those things. If we if we're attached to them, when we go to the other side, it just stops. It just stops the glory for us. That's all it does. It doesn't benefit him at all. So he so it's it, it, it's a decision he's got to make. Does he want to do this now and think that it's going to serve him well? But, um, but you know, the re- so, so, so many of us have come to the realization that we want, we want to be in the beatific vision. So we're going to, we're going to do what it takes to humble ourselves here so that we don't go to the other side with those attachments, you see? So, so if you could maybe, maybe work with him on that and, and challenge him in that direction, he may, he may have that forward thinking. What do you think? Okay. Okie doke. And then St. Maria Goretti. Great, great yeah, saint Saint Maria Goretti, and uh, I would just add a couple quick things. Um, it's really difficult. Debbie used the key word humility. We have to humble ourselves. We have to see the image of God in the other person. We, and we also have to really try. And sometimes we have to try really hard, Holly, to not assume malice on their part. That's right. We we just we just automatically want to say this person did this on purpose and to get to me. And you know sometimes that's just not the case. You know, so we'll definitely be praying for this situation, and we would love to hear back from you a little ways down the road Holly if you are so inclined let us know how things are going with your husband and we will be praying very hard for him and for you because uh, you know getting rid of anger is a very very good
good and healthy thing for all of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, you hear the music. We're just going to hit that pause button for just a few minutes. And when we come back, we're storming heaven again at 833-288-3986. Whom or what are you praying for? That's what we want to hear on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. We're so glad you're with us here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. On this Thursday broadcast, heading closer to the weekend with every passing minute, and we just want you to be sure that you have all the opportunity you need to call in with any prayer intention you may have. It's whom or what are you praying for today at 833-288-3986. And we do have uh, busy phones we'll get back to right after I congratulate another member of the EWTN radio family. This one gives me special joy. It's WWGL 97.9 FM in Steubenville, Ohio, where I went to Franciscan University. It's celebrating their eighth year with EWTN. So congratulations to our friends at Community of God's Love from all of us here at EWTN. And a couple more prayer intentions on YouTube. We're waving to you. Um, And my screen just left me. There we go. Um, For uh, Dave uh, sent in uh, this for his brother, Steve, needs everyone's prayers as he is in the hospital with with a yet unknown ailment. We're waiting for a word on a biopsy test and pray that it's benign. Dave, if you're watching and listening, we are praying for Steve right now. Also with that in the hospital is Joyce um, Cornell. She is a writer author for the Diocese of Phoenix. She works uh, has worked there for years. Um, she ha- a, a, I saw it on Facebook, actually. She um, suffered an aneurysm over the holiday, and she's in the hospital with brain surgery. Our bishop um, here in the Diocese of Phoenix, Bishop Dolan, went to visit her and gave her uh, the, the uh, anointing of the sick. Um, so I, I believe she's in, was in surgery yesterday. I, I don't even know the results yet. So jo- um, just for everybody in Arizona has been praying for Joyce. She's very well known here. Um, also on Facebook, Jerry, uh, real quickly before we get back to the phones, Paul sent this in. I was in the Army after 9-11 and have had such a hard time. I've lost so many friends and I made, that I made in the Army and, and during COVID. Please pray for me. Paul, same thing. It sounds like, you know, you've got that maybe some depression, set, you know, setting in or, or lasting with you because of 9-11, being in the army and losing friends f- from COVID. Paul, please get a support system around you. There are resources out there. Don't give up. People are praying. People are around you. Please, um, um, you know, rather than it, than you living through this hard time, start enlisting friends and family members and any strangers, people at your church community to help you get through this, Paul, please. Mm-hmm. And we'll be praying by by all means. Um, okay, we have more phone call prayer requests, so we're going to go to Janet, who is in Illinois, listening on Catholic Spirit Radio today. Hi, Janet. Welcome. Hi, Jerry and Debbie. I cannot believe I'm actually talking to you. I listen to you all the time, but I the Holy Spirit kind of moved me today to ask Beautiful. for prayer. Great, oh, great. Thank you. Um, I've got I've got several prayers, but the the main one right now. Um, uh, our son was diagnosed bipolar um, about 15 years ago. Um, he was married, and uh, his marriage did not survive because of, I think, the, the uh, uh, bipolar uh, with lack of medication. Um, it was just really too hard on everybody. So 
been divorced a couple of years now and on medication now. And, um, but it has made him lose all of his, um, personality basically. Um, he was very creative and now he, he just really doesn't do anything. Is not interested in anything. The only thing right now that he really loves and cares about are his two daughters and they have, they have some contact with him, but, um, not like before. So he's very lonely. He's just basically got his dad and I in his life and, um, um, just prayers for him. Uh, you know, knowing that you guys and all the people that are listening to this that maybe have ever dealt with bipolar know what it's like to have a relative with the illness, um, uh, know what we're going through. It's so hard to see my son alone and suffering. And um, to have a happy, good life is what we're praying for in, in healing. We are thankful. Last year, he was hospitalized five times. This year, he has not been hospitalized since on medication, so we are very, very, very thankful for that. So he's stable, but uh, living a completely different life than anyone would want for their child. Even though he's an adult, he's always mine. Right. Well, let me let me just share a couple things on this because Jerry and I have the life coaching ministry, uh, Stand Tall. It's at standtalltoday.com. And we do crisis coaching as well. And, and Janet, I just wanted to say this. Um, we do understand. Um, and bipolar, there's many different um, degrees of it. Um, you know, what really bothers me about this, this um, diagnosis is that it's not a quick fix. It constantly has to be monitored. It constantly, you know, the dosage of things need to be changed, a different regimen, something of that nature. It really bothers me that that the world has, has said, okay, you can take this pill and everything will be okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's not that way. And it sounds like with your son, you know, he's, he's losing his creativity. He's losing, you know, that, that ability to really, you know, feel motivated or, or whatever. I would just, um, we're going to pray that the right people come into his path. If, if he needs to maybe change a little bit or adjust a little bit, not, not necessarily the medicine, but maybe something he's doing that so that, that he can have, you know, a, a more robust life or an, an exciting life because he's 44 years old. He has a lot to live for. He has, a, he's got his children. And so I, I, I really, th I really hope and pray that all of us pray, you know, for this, for our loved ones and our friends who are struggling with any type of bipolar disorder, anything like that, because it's not fair that they lose their, their creative side to them just because they're medicated. And then, and yes, it keeps them stable. That's wonderful. We want them alive. We want them functioning, but we want them to live, right? Right, Janet? We want them to thrive. Absolutely. We did have something good happen recently. He was going to a psychiatrist that didn't really care. He just basically gave him his meds and said goodbye. But we have a new uh, psychiatrist for him that uh, we really like, and, and that should be a positive thing, too. Good. And he's Italian, and he's Catholic. Isn't that cool? Yes, very nice. I love that. Well, see, I want him to to thrive. That's and that's what we're going to pray for for your beautiful son. And also too, you know, tell him to try to figure out something new um that he'd like to pursue, just even if it's a hobby or something that he can do just to volunteer because again, Janet, when you, when he can get outside of what's going on, he can start to see there's a whole world out there that's living and he wants to it, contribute. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, and for us to try to to, to uh, help him, you know, do different things, he's just pretty much become a bit of a recluse. He'll go out and get food and go home, and yeah, and that's yeah. it. But 
um, it's it's really um, it's really a sad thing to see happen. Uh, we're hopeful, you know, things will change, but um, right now he's he's not even working. And um, but we are close to him, and we will be there for him always. Um, and also, um, uh, I've got another couple quick prayers, if I could. Um, a couple of young people, Erin. Um, she just. Uh, she's diabetic and she's uh, in a coma right now and intubated and praying for her that she'll come out of that okay. And another gal named uh, Courtney, uh, she's a young mother and just diagnosed with brain cancer and is spreading. So um, prayers for Courtney and Aaron too. And, and our son is Wes. So uh, thank you so much for your prayer. And we put you, you and your husband as well. So just to let you know. Thank okay. you so much. Love you. Love you, too. Thank um, love you. Love you guys, too, Janet. Your, your, your son is so blessed. I just want to add that. <clears throat> yeah, to have parents. Uh, to have yeah, you and, and your husband mm-hmm. yeah, nearby, and, and you've said you'll be there for him for whatever, whatever he needs for as long as he needs it. So a lot of people aren't, aren't in that blessed situation there, even though they're struggling. Uh, they at least uh, have, and Wes at least has his parents there. So, all right, uh, we go to Buffalo, New York, and Truly is listening on the Station of the Cross. Hello, Truly. Good day to you. Oh, hello, honey. Hello. How are you? Hello. How are you? I'm good, honey. I'm just a very upset. My brother uh, went in for a routine uh, operation. He has diabetes, and they had to cut off some toes. And uh, anyway, after the operation, a few days, he had a severe stroke. And he's on, in a respirator, and he's had a seizure during the stroke, and it's very severe. And we are so close, and all we have is each other, and he believes in God, and he stays with me every summer for a couple months. And I've got him to go to, he was away from the church for quite a while, and I go to church every week. And he went with me, he goes with me every time he's down here for a couple months. I got him last <clears throat> summer to go to confession, but he still after confession, and he loved the priest, and he talked to him for quite a while. He still won't, didn't want to go to communion because he didn't feel that he was worthy enough. So I'm so worried because he still hasn't gone to communion, and I'm afraid he's not going to pull through this severe illness he's going through right now. And I just, he's a good soul. He helps people. He's only 73, a stout-hearted person, Every very good. People love him. He's a helper of, you know, the elderly. And I, he needs your, he needs everybody's prayers, and I love him dearly, and I want him to go to heaven. He belongs there. He's a good soul, and he does believe in God. Yeah. And I hope I didn't carry on too much. Not not at all, truly. You, you gave us the pertinent details, and we're very, very sorry to hear of this situation. Um, a couple of things came to my mind, and I don't know how successful you'd be at this in explaining this to your brother, because it's it's a little bit of the, you know, the the theology of the of the sacrament of confession. But if if a sincere confession is made, all of the sins that he is aware of um, are, are especially mortal sins, of course, if there are any. Um, are, they are confessed and they are forgiven. They are absolved. They exist no more. They exist no more. 
And so confession is like taking a sandblaster out, you know, and just, just blasting those sins away and they are gone forever. And so maybe try to encourage him to, to see that if he even needs to talk with a priest for a few minutes. Father, I'm, I'm, I'm going to confession, but I still don't think I should go to communion. Sometimes we get a little bit scrupulous in, in some of the decisions that we make. So maybe that's kind of what he's doing right now. But tell you what, uh, truly, I know there's a, there's a thing called a spiritual communion. You've probably heard of it. And if not, if you have access to the Internet, just look up spiritual communion and then put maybe EWTN. I know EWTN's website has one on there. And it's a prayer that you pray when you are not in a position to receive the Eucharist at that time. Like if you're driving down the road, you just want to make a spiritual communion. You can do that. And my understanding, I could be wrong. Somebody could correct me. But I think we are able to make that spiritual communion prayer on behalf of somebody else. So perhaps you can say the spiritual communion prayer and just say, Lord, please apply any, whatever, however this works. If there are any merits or graces that would come mm-hmm. to me for this, mm-hmm. please provide them to my brother in this situation instead. All right. I did explain to him that he was forgiven. And um, maybe I didn't explain his illness to you good enough, but he's in a, he's in a, on a ventilator and, you know, in a ah, deep, right. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't think he's going to come out of it. So yeah. I don't know if mm-hmm. it would be a miracle if he does. But Can you, I just, yeah. I, I don't think he is, but he, I just mm-hmm. want everyone to pray for him. Sure. And he Can did you, help. Can I you give us his first name, a truly? David from David. Tucson, Arizona. Oh, he's from Tucson. Okay. Um, well, truly, real quickly, uh, Jerry's right. Then, if you if you if you don't believe that he's he's going to make it, let's let's really pray um, that we we sh- we shower any graces that are given to us over to David, so that it, it, if God calls him home, um, and I know it's going to be painful and sad for you because you love your brother dearly, but we want as many graces around him as possible and his guardian angel as well to help him through this time. Okay, truly. So I want you to be at peace with this because the Lord. Whatever, whatever sadness brings to us when we lose the loved ones around us, it's all you know. If we trust in God's plan, everything will be well. But we, but we have to enter into it. And you have a very beautiful position, being the loving sister that you are. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, don't feel like you're helpless just because you're far away from him. You're in Buffalo. He's in Tucson, Arizona. It's okay. You're so close. It, remember, and any any time, you know, as as believers, when we go to Mass and we uh, we partake in the Mass, the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, okay, we are as, as close as can be to everyone who is a believer, who everyone who is a bo- is is part of the body of Christ. So truly, you you are so close to Him, and use that time, that precious time, to ask God to impart anything and everything to your brother David. I I do, and I say the rosary constantly for him. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. You've just calmed me so much. I can't thank you enough. Praise God. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what we're here for. And I'm, I'm not, I'm only an hour and a half away from Tucson. So I'm even closer um, than Buffalo. So I'm definitely praying from, from this area of Arizona, truly. So we've, and there's a lot of prayer warriors in Arizona listening right now. So start praying for David guys in Tucson. Okay. Beautiful. that The Holy Spirit gave her that peace though, there at the end of the call. 
because she yeah. was obviously very emotional and you know nervous about the situation and, sure. and rightly so but uh, beautiful how the holy spirit works in moments like that and we'll pray that that peace and that that uh, that better feeling continues for her going going along the way mm-hmm. um, i want to mention real quickly here if i may Yes. That Stories from the Heart with Sandra McDevitt airs Sunday mornings at 9.15 Eastern Time right here on EWTN Radio. Mm-hmm. This week, the Stories from the Heart, Sandra McDevitt tells a story <clears throat> Excuse me, from the Middle Ages about a rich knight who forgets about his Catholic faith. That's Stories from the Heart with Sandra McDevitt, Sunday mornings, 9.15 Eastern Time here on EWTN Radio. Stephanie sent this in um, about uh, and, she, and used the word... Um, financial setbacks. So Stephanie said, please pray for those facing financial setbacks and those struggling to live according to God's will. I just want to say, Stephanie, use the word setback. Remember this. When there's, when they, when there are setbacks, God is already preparing the comeback. Okay. That's how our God works. Um, so be, be looking ahead. Don't get stuck in what's happening and think of ways, um, that you can make adjustments, prayer, fasting, all sorts of things that you can do to contribute to that comeback, okay? Because God is all about comebacks, not the setbacks. We have to remember that. It's very important. And that's the John Paul II um, way as well, because remember John Paul II always said, never, ever give up, you know, and that, and we are um, an Easter people, a resurrection people. What does that mean? And Alleluia is our song. What does that mean? We're always celebrating. We're always looking ahead. Our God is always about um, the comeback. And that, and that includes even in our own spiritual lives as well. Always begin again. There's, it's never, ever too late. Mm-hmm. Amen. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to go back to your calls. Sorry, Debbie and I are both dealing with the frog today. Yeah. There's reason. a lot of bad air out there, actually. There's a lot of bad air. And we should pray for that, too. A lot of people are having breathing mm-hmm. issues. So, yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, let's see what Angela would like us to pray for in Dayton, Ohio, listening today to us on Sirius XM 130. Hi, Angela. Hello, Jerry and Debbie. I am so excited to talk to you both. I listen all the time um, in the car. <laughs> Thank and, you. Um, I, oh, you're welcome. I love, I love this show. Um, you've given me a lot of good feedback to think on a lot of times. Um, well, today I would like to lift up my uh, son, uh, Francis. He is uh, in high school. Um, going to be a junior, and he has decided that he is discerning. And, um, yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I'm so proud of this kid. He's an amazing, amazing soul. Um, He's a top student. He's just, he... (sighs) He takes his face so seriously, mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful thing to watch as a mother. But mm-hmm. um, yet he still can't decide, you know, do I want a family? Do I want, you know, but the faith means so much to him. And um, people come to him all the time and say, you need to be a priest. And, and then he was on a mission trip this summer, um, at the beginning of the summer, and he had, uh, like, a revelation when he was out doing the mission trip on one of the Indian reservations um, in Taos, actually. And um, 
and he started talking about it, but he wanted to keep everything a secret, and it was causing him so much stress and anxiety, and he deals with that anyway because he's a top student, And um, but he is starting to uh, reveal this to people in order to take this off his his uh, the burden of keeping this to himself. Mm-hmm. And I would like to lift him up to take that stress away, to allow the process to fully happen to whichever way he decides. And his end up, he is my other son, my oldest, will be a freshman and uh, Notre Dame. And um, so proud of that kid, too. <laughs> and he's, he's amazing as well. And um, so my youngest got in touch with one of the priests up there to talk to, because that's his end goal, um, is to be at Notre Dame, and um, talked with one of them, and they're kindly uh, going to meet up with us at one point. But I would love to lift him up, and, and, uh, well, both of them, actually, and and, uh, also lift, I guess, our whole family up for what this entails as my husband and I help him through this process because I know you have to answer some hard questions when you go through this. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you want to comment first, Jerry? Because, you know, Jerry um, uh, was in seminary for many years and also uh, started and founded um, Vocation Boom Ministry for 10 years. So you're talking um, in music to his ears about the priesthood, uh, Angela. Wow. Well, you are, Angela. <clears throat> so many things I could say, but you have so many, I think, very clear signs that, well, yes, I mean, obvious signs that, that Francis, Francis should discern. Uh, that, that's not a question. I think every young man and woman, I believe, has a moral obliga- obligation before God to ask the question, what is my vocation in life? But in this case, you know, you've described him in so many beautiful ways. You've described him as being, you know, very good athletic, academically. I presume he's probably good at, at, athletically as well. Um, he's probably a nice, clean-cut young boy, and just because of all of these things, um, I hope and pray that he gets the encouragement that he needs and not discouragement. Here's what I mean. Sometimes people will look at a, a boy like your son and say, oh, you can't go into the priesthood. You know, you'd make such a great husband. you make such a great father. You know, you'd do so well in this field or that field. So many people throughout the centuries of the, of the church have had these opposing voices kind of uh, whispering in their ears. So I would say as a family, you mentioned you're already going to support him, which is great. I would say two final things. Immerse him in things of the priesthood. Have have priests over over for dinner. Have him be an altar server if he's not already. Um, Maybe just, uh, you know, hang out. If if your parish goes on any kind of a a summer retreat or camp, you know, with the pastor or or the priest, you know, make sure your son gets some time with him. And do it, but do it matter-of-factly. Don't, not like you're saying, hey, son, we got to do this now. we got to do that now. But just very matter-of-factly. Hey, hey, Francis, you know, we're having father over for dinner. Oh, really cool, you know. So just get him feeling comfortable around somebody wearing, uh, you know, a priestly collar and doing the things that a priest does. And these could be seeds that would be planted uh, as, thing, as time goes along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Angela? Thank you for 
uh, thank you for that because um, it, he already does that kind of stuff anyway. Not right. at home so much. I have uh, all three of my kiddos, which I put my husband in that category too. <laughs> They're all high performers, very high performers um, academically and and um, in the pursuit of knowledge and truth. It, it's, it's a beautiful thing to witness. And um, also, well, Angela, he, he serves, he serves, he's He's a server, he's a sacristan, Good. he's a Eucharistic minister, and he also he also helps to lead the Vespers in the area. So, Beautiful. Wow. Beautiful. Well, Angela, what Jerry said was like golden and spot on, so it was excellent. Real quickly, though, because we're going to run out of time, I, don't, I didn't catch your other son's first name, if you want to give us his first name. And then also, Matt Gabinski said th- sent this in our call screener, that if your son got the call in New Mexico when he was on mission, maybe he's being called to serve on the reservation or to, to do something of that nature in the diocese um, in New Mexico, possibly that could be another avenue because they they do need help. That um, there's there's a lot of that they need that support uh, from the priesthood. So there's so many avenues, but he's got plenty of time. He's 16. So real quickly, your other son's uh, first name is Will. Will. Okay, perfect. We wanted to get we got your whole family in there. You give us your husband real, real, real fast his first name because I don't want to leave him out. Joe. Joe. Okay. Good. Perfect. We got the whole family. Yeah, okay. God's doing great stuff in your family there, Angela. Thanks for being part of this broadcast. Maria and Maureen and James and Kevin and Mike, we will add all of your prayer intentions to the prayer I'm about to pray. And every day going forward, you are always all prayed for by the Take-Two family around the world. So I like the uh, memorari to St. Joseph. So in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Remember, almost chaste spouse of the Virgin Mary, but never was it known that anyone who implored your help or sought your intercession were left unassisted. Full of confidence in your power, I fly unto you and beg your protection. Despise not, O guardian of the Redeemer, my humble supplication, but in your bounty, hear and answer me. Amen. Amen. Beautiful prayer. Keep praying. We're prayer warriors. Storm heaven for the Take Two family intentions. We've got everything logged in the book. Tomorrow is our Real Presence show about the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in the Eucharist. Please join us tomorrow. Until then, have a beautiful and blessed day.